I am finally learning how to receive. And even more than that, I'm learning how to receive out of the place of feminine energy. Before, I mean, most of my life, I've lived with a masculine shield. I have been hyper-independent. I've been way too rigid and structured. I never allowed free-flowing. And I thought it felt unsafe to be someone who was in a place of receiving. But now, I'm learning how to embrace my femininity. And I'm actually finding that it is the answer to all of the problems that I've had. Okay. In this episode, I'm going to get into it. Hello, welcome or welcome back to my podcast. My name is Ariel and God, let me tell you, I never used to like other females like in general (laughs) when I was growing up. I know that's really sad, but I think that was also what society has told us like to think because growing up you see all these images of of girly things being picked on you see men thinking that if you liked the color pink if you liked makeup and jewelry or whatever you were either bitchy or weak or stupid and so it's taken this many years but right now like in like the 2020s or whatever, like we have started to really have a female empowerment revolution more than we've had before. This version or like this generation's female revolution has really embodied the fact that women can be holistically whatever they want to be. They can be either super masculine or super feminine. And they've also sort of reclaimed the feminine and sensuality and have really re-empowered what it's like to be a feminine woman and allowing that to be strong. Like we are now embracing rest where maybe 10, 15 years ago, it was all about hustle and we still didn't like resting. We still didn't like girly things. So it's amazing then that we are finally at this point. So, okay, let me break down the difference between feminine and masculine energy. And notice that I'm saying energy because you can be born a male or a female, but we both, both genders have each of those energies within us. So the feminine energy is the more receiving, you know, it's also a metaphor because like a female body receives, right? So it's the one that also takes on emotions that is more nurturing, that is more free-flowing, that is a lot more about, like, I don't know, love and emotions. And then the masculine energy is very much the structure, the stability, the, like, I don't know, the doing. There you go. It's a lot more action-oriented. It's a lot more, you know, the doer than the receiver. So with those simple definitions, like in general, let's say, you know, females tend to have more feminine energy. Masculines tend to have more masculine energy. Yeah, duh. And sometimes we naturally are born feeling like we may have more of one or the other. But a lot of the times, I think especially in, in our society now, all of us think that we need to overdevelop our masculine energy because... 
we don't think just receiving is a good thing. We think it's lazy. Like, don't you always have to do stuff? Don't you have to have work? Don't you have to have a career in order to make money? Like, don't you always have to show off? Don't you always have to achieve to be accepted? Those are all masculine things. And another masculine thing is just generally controlling situations and putting so much more effort into things. And especially as like people who have dominant feminine energy who are kind of suppressing that, it can actually feel really exhausting to be doing so much and not just living, not just being. So let me take you through some of the issues I've had with balancing my masculine and my feminine energy. So long story short, don't want to go too much into traumas, you know, you know, uh, but I grew up as like the youngest in a family of two daughters. And then my mom is very hypermasculine. She's a nurse. She is like really hyperdominant. And then my sister is also a nurse, very dominant. And for me, I learned to be really independent and to be super career obsessed to this point where I was honestly scared of having like a boyfriend or dominant male figures around me unless I was really secure in my job because I just had this feeling that men would overtake me. They would take advantage of me. And I think there are a lot of women who are okay with that. There are a lot of women who accept being teased or accept being in their feminine energy and allowing like men to not only just lead them, but to just be the doer. And that doesn't affect their ego. And somehow for me, it has always affected my ego. It was like, I grew up thinking my value came from how good I was at things. And I think right now I've been understanding that this has become such an inner conflict in me that like I've come to a point where achievement and being good at things doesn't make me happy as much anymore. And I had spent so much of my life, like a lot of people really, and especially a lot of Asians, like chasing this sort of identity of person who is good at X. And if I was not that, I was weak. However, there was always the side of me that was not only just creative, but just yearned to be nurturing and loving. And I always thought, well, my family won't like that side of me because they don't care about it. <laughs> and then I also thought, and if I had that side of me, I would probably be in relationships with men who would take advantage of that. And then I would go even further and like I'd even have boyfriends who were kind of like hypermasculine who often were threatened when they heard about how much money I was making and I, there were times where I made more money than my ex-boyfriends and they were threatened by that there were times where like we would be competitive and it would always frustrate me because I wanted this sort of like attraction and sort of dichotomy of being like a girl in a relationship who was receiving and who felt nurtured, well, I guess taken care of and secure with her boyfriend. However, I never felt that way unless I was equal to him, 
Does that make sense? Okay. But basically, I realized, at least in terms of my career, that and in my life, that I was never happy and I was even blocking myself from receiving achievements, from receiving joy, from embodying and feeling positive good things from whatever career or activity I was doing because I was so focused on the masculine part of it, the doing, the structure. And it's like I basically left my feminine energy. I didn't know how to bask in the moment. I didn't know how to put other people's feelings first. All I knew was someone's going to take advantage of me and think that I'm weak. So thus, I put up a masculine shield. And also, guess what? I feel like when you have an imbalance of energies that can show up in your body, literally. For me, I've had, if you've listened to this podcast at least once, you know that I have some body issues where I have posture issues and digestive issues. In general, I have problems with balance. What's weird is I find that my right side, which traditionally people think the right side of your body is masculine and the left side of your body is feminine. My right side is over-rotated inwards, like meaning it's working too much. My left side is too loose. So I literally have been leaning on my right side, my body's masculine energy, too much for too long. And I think so lately, I have been trying to undo, trying to balance out my body's energy. And what's funny is at the same time as healing my physical body with physical therapy, it's like all these emotions are now being released and I'm having to face it. And it's this question of how much am I allowing myself to be in my feminine because as I'm undoing this this tension on my right side, my masculine side, I'm realizing that all these thoughts are coming up where I'm asking myself, like, like, do I really need to show off and achieve and to be really good at things to be happy? I've had so many blocks to my dreams. Like, I wanted to be, like, a writer, a singer, a an actor a director a producer and i've done those things and i've known that i could do those things but every time that i've worked towards those sort of things i would block myself and feel unhappy because of perfectionism and a lot of perfectionism although you see it a lot in women is actually a masculine trait because it's a form of control and over emphasizing structure and when you want things to be perfect so badly, you cannot be in the moment. You cannot be happy with your steady progress. And you put way too much emphasis on success to make you happy and to make you look good. And also, it was like my value as a human was just to be good at things. And so I learned... The only way to live was to be perfect, to be controlled, and to have my masculine shield up. And after a while, I started to just hate everything. I have had these blocks to genuinely enjoying writing, genuinely enjoying singing, genuinely enjoying anything I was supposedly passionate about, because 
it's like my body was waiting to be happy until it was perfect, until I could do it well. And I forgot what it was like to enjoy it in the moment. So right now, as my body has been like sort of releasing this energy, it's like these things are coming up. I've had all these dark thoughts, like kind of like the manifest, like sort of like the extreme part of the spectrum where I just wanted to up and quit and be like, no, I don't want to do anything because because life and the world only want you to be a singer or an actor or whatever when you're really super good at it at it and if you're not good at it like there's no point and i was stuck on this thought forever i was stuck on the thought that if i wasn't super good at something that that's all people care about and it doesn't matter if i like it anyway why would i share it with anybody why wouldn't I just be a hermit and be on my own little island and enjoy what I like for myself and never share it with anyone? And then it gets to be imperfect there and that's fine. And then I realized I am way too jaded off of like masculine energy and I still think that the world is running mostly on that. While it is, I feel like more of us who are feminine need to exert our feminine energy, actually, even though that sounds counterintuitive. But what I'm saying is be, we need to be in our feminine in order to balance out the world again. Because if you think about it, especially in the fields that I want to be in, like the arts, people love like really, you know, people who are good at their craft, but people who are good at their craft and acting, for example, are that way because they're embodying. They're probably not overexerting unless they're in an, an extreme emotion. But as much as they're doing something, they are mostly being something. And I feel like most people who are really good at something, especially if it's creative, they've learned to be good at it for themselves. So what people on the surface will call that will be, you know, you learn to be happy because you enjoy something, because it makes you happy. And I have had this question of how can something make me happy for years? Because I thought, why, how can you say that like a professional actor or singer or whatever couldn't be like hold on let me rephrase this if someone was truly happy just singing by themselves then they wouldn't have this extra urge to become a professional singer and there's something in me that feels this urge to to share this gift with the world but it begs the question of so that means I need to be in my masculine. That means it has to be perfect somehow. That means I can't just enjoy it by myself. And that has always perplexed me. Perplexed. Perplexed. Perplexed me. But now I think I understand it. Because if the world needs to balance out their masculine and feminine energy, they need that energy from creatives who are professionally in their feminine because we need to see someone 
just be, just embody their feminine. A professional singer is someone who enjoys what they love to do on a big scale. When you're seeing one of the best singers, one of the best actors in the world, one of the best painters in the world, sure, they're doing a lot, but they're also in the depths of the most of their feeling. Like a singer has to be open to be resonant. A singer has to feel in her bones like the balance of what she needs to in order to exert the feeling and the air and the balance of whatever she needs to for the song. And in general, people respect people who are passionate about something because they receive that passion in them. So I guess that's a roundabout way of saying when you are truly passionate about your hobby or whatever you want in your life or your purpose, you are receiving your purpose. Does that make sense? I guess I understand that now. Whereas a lot of the times you feel like you need to control it. I have had this calling my whole life of wanting to be some sort of creative. And I thought I'm not going to be able to do it unless I throw so much effort into it. And then that's when I started to get dispassionate. But if I sat and listened, if I sat and realized like being a singer, for example, is a state of alignment and relaxation. I have to receive the ability to sing and not overdo it. Being an actor, even though you're you're given a lot of cues and things, you really have to receive the feeling of what that is. You have to be in tune with your feminine energy, with your ability to just be. And I think... That is probably where the perfect balance lies between feminine and masculine energy. Feminine in you is receiving life, receiving your purpose, and enjoying whatever life is. And the masculine in you is allowing yourself to just literally take action and to make plans. And so overall, I'll wrap this up by saying... I actually feel like even though the masculine seems like it's been taking over for years and and it has been, and we've been overemphasizing working hard or whatever, what were we always working hard for? Well, for our dreams, right? We like back in the day, it was always working hard for the American dream of having the family, being stable, being taken care of, receiving right? You're working hard to receive money. You're working hard to receive happiness. And as much as that has kind of taken over as the obsession, I think we've been so obsessed with how to do the masculine, how to do all these things, when in reality, everyone comes back to the point was the happiness, the dream, and what we wanted to receive. And so that's why they say, when you look at the feminine and the masculine, in general, the feminine is the one with the, with the vision. The feminine energy is the one that guides. Without the feminine energy, we wouldn't have had that vision to have our purpose to like 
do anything. We wouldn't, like, our feminine energy is the reason why we've developed this dream of receiving and having a family and making money. Without that dream, we would just be doers. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'm, I think I'm just talking out loud here, but I think I figured out for myself that I don't need to be super in my masculine because I think I've got that down. And if you think about it, a lot of us, our society pretty much basically has the problem of we're overdoing it now. And now we are learning to rest and regulate. And we have to recognize the fact that the feminine is the thing guiding us. Our hearts, our emotions, what we really want in life is to receive. So we should listen to that as the thing that lights the way, as our true guides, and trust that that is super important. And without the feminine, without learning to receive your happiness, you can't be happy. You're just doing. So maybe in the next episode, I'll go over what it actually feels like to receive and different ways to practice receiving. Okay, but until next time, peace and love, stay well, bye-bye.